listening to Tech Talk Central. Hello, this is uh, Vicky Colavu for Tech Talk Central, and this is our first day in Barcelona. And we're really, really like, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled with this. We're here with Barcino. Um, they're going to explain what they do. It's an online magazine. They write news about startups and a lot of things that are happening in technology in English, which I think is incredible because there's not a lot of media um, sites that you can find online that report on startups and are in English. And I'm not talking, obviously, for the UK or the Americas or whatever. So um, here I'm going to say their names. It's amazing. There's I've got four people around me. It's Scott McKean or he will pronounce it better, <laughs> Sindra Hopland, Lina Rees, and Hector Manzano. So um, one's American, the other one is Norwegian, right? Yes. And the two of you are Catalan? No, Colombian and Catalan. Colombian, Alina just said Colombian and uh, Catalan. So I'll give them the mic microphone. First of all, thank you for accepting us here in your office, which is an amazing place. And um, I'll start on with Scott on the other side, and I want you to tell me, explain what Batina does. And I, when it started, I think it's 2013, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Well, uh, Take the microphone, please, and talk into that and tell me so what Batina is, how it started, and yeah. For sure. First of all, Carispera. Uh, oh, nice. Thank you for visiting us in our in our office on this fine afternoon in Barcelona, uh, right before the Mobile World Congress. Uh, so Barcino is just as you said. It's it's uh, uh, an online uh, community, more or less, sharing the news, knowledge, events, and jobs happening in Barcelona's tech scene. Um, in around end of 2012, early 2013, we realized there was really no news or content coming out of Barcelona uh, in English, which meant anybody who doesn't speak Spanish around the world was kind of in a black hole of, uh, of you know, lack of information for what's happening in Spain. And, and moving here, we realized there actually was a lot going on here. And so we, we felt that there was a demand. There was, there was a need that needed to be filled, sharing what's happening in Barcelona through online storytelling and, and social media. When you say move, moving here? Here, you can explain. Yeah, so I'm from the States originally. I, I grew up in Boston, outside, outside of Boston, Massachusetts, and uh, did my undergrad in Boulder, Colorado, a great startup scene uh, there yep. as well, in addition to Boston. But I found my way to California. I'm a, I'm a California uh, boy at heart and, and a surfer and, and really just, just wanted to be by the ocean. And so my wife and I uh, found our way down to Southern California. And I got into the startup scene there. I started a company. We had some early success. We're very fortunate to uh, to time the financial market uh, right when it crashed, uh, which led me back to school. And Barcelona has some amazing MBA programs. But being the entrepreneurial type that I am, I wanted to find out what was happening in Barcelona as far as the startup and tech scene. And alas, uh, I didn't speak Spanish and I could find nothing online. There was no information to be found. There was a couple of blogs out there. Uh, Barcelona Activa had some information, um, but it was very sporadic and it was very limited in English. So I, I, that kind of always bothered me. Fast forward about a year and a half later, I completed my MBA. Uh, my wife and I wanted to stay here and we, um, as a side project, launched Barcino and th with, the, with the intention of filling that void and, and creating the content that, that needs to be shared of what's happening in, in Spain. So did it start out like a small blog? Who was writing at the beginning? I'm asking mostly as to somebody who's listening, how would they start it in their own country? Because one of the things we mentioned before we started out this was that the problem of not having, you know, why we need English. I, in my opinion, we think, I think news, this kind of news should be in English so the states and other people can read and find out, other who don't speak the specific language. 
Um, but so how did, how did you start? How would you suggest somebody start? Sure. So, so yeah, I mean, English just being the language of business worldwide, right? Just the international business language is, is English if it's, if it's not maybe mathematics or something. But um, we, we began very simply as a, uh, a simple role blog, all right, a blog role. We, uh, we launched a WordPress site um, just to see if we could get any traction, if anybody cared. So uh, with myself and, and my original co-founder, Stuart Masters, uh, who's unfortunately in Paris uh, today, he, um, we just started just creating articles about what had happened. If a local company had a startup had raised money, if a new CEO had been hired, if there was an exit, if, if somebody was throwing a great event, or if there was a good job opening. We just started creating articles on Barcino.com. It was a very, very simple blog role. And um, and within about you know three months, um, we our traffic jumped. We had about ten thousand uniques a, a month with within almost you know the first the first few months of doing this. And so we knew we were onto something, and and uh, so we kept going, and we we kept we investing more time, invested more resources into uh, into Barcino. But we all had day jobs, right? We we weren't yeah. surviving on a blog roll, so. While we were doing this, Stuart was running Club Caviar, and I was running a uh, an online uh, content marketing agency called Bourbon Creative. And uh, but Barcino was our kind of our passion project that we would we put as much time and hours to as possible. And and the community responded. Um, we we basically put out a call for help, uh, saying this isn't a one person or two person job. This has to be a community effort. So we really wanted to make Barcino kind of. Uh, a community-driven project that any company, any entrepreneur, any freelancer or investor that wanted to share some news or, or share their knowledge or their experiences had a voice and a platform to do it. And that's kind of how we started uh, was this experimental platform and now has evolved to where we have a substantial traffic and a position in the market where we are able to monetize different ways. Okay, so and then you got these guys coming with you, I guess. Yeah. No. So let me let me introduce my amazing yeah. team to to my left, so everyone can visualize it. Is is the tall Norwegian, the handsome Sindre Hopland? Uh, he's <laughs> he's our our true journalist of the team. Uh, he's the one with the actual professional journalism background. Um, and uh, and next to him is Lena Ruiz from Colombia, the beautiful Lena, who is quickly. Lena saying hi. Uh, quickly becoming famous in Barcelona as um, as the go to um, event organizer, communicator, uh, PR professional, and uh, and more or less project manager, and keeping Barcino in one piece and keeps us all together. And next to her is Hector Manzano Diaz. He's our local Catalan. He's what makes us legit. We we actually are allowed to be here because Hector's Catalan uh, Catalan uh, identity can can you know uh, rub off on the rest of us. And he's um, he's our local superstar. Hector manages all of our social media, our online content marketing, and, and Hector is uh, is uh, basically the rock star that you see on Twitter, Facebook, and all of our social channels. Oh, nice. So this is completely multicultural, um, as we said before, Catalan, Colombian, Norway and the States. Um, and I think that sort of sets your mentality because I do read you since 2013. <laughs> I think it's amazing what you do. Thank you. So let's go to Sindre. I want to ask him, um, outside Bartina, you can pull it. Yeah, yeah. We have a, we, we're around a big table here. So yeah, don't <laughs> worry about the noises you hear. And we've been tweeting, which is great, actually. <laughs> I love the team because we do that. Not only us, they do it also. So Sindra, um, apart from writing, obviously mm. you're connected to the ecosystem, to mm -hmm. the community. What mm -hmm. others do you do side events? Do you have a meeting? Do you meet with these people? How do you get to um, learn about what you're going to write? Yeah, apart from being a journalist, I'm also taking a master's degree down mm -hmm. here. So that was my initial like, way of coming down here. Uh, but as a, I worked as a journalist in Norway for, for a couple of years before coming, before coming down here. And 
uh, I really wanted to, to continue uh, doing that here and also uh, uh, you know, uh, learn more about this Ardo ecosystem in Barcelona. And as I don't know Spanish, I took uh, five years of German in school and <laughs> couldn't count to 10 in Spanish before coming down here. So, so Barcino was a natural choice for uh -huh. me. Uh, so, so yeah, I contacted Scott and, and got a uh, got, a, got a job, yeah, more or less, okay. more or less. So, so obviously that means somebody's paying him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, but apart from uh, meeting people, uh, there's events, uh, but there's also a lot of people uh, reading Barcino, and it, it's funny how, how many different uh, people contacting us uh, for mm -hmm. not only journalistic things, but also just... For me, it has been lately, the last weeks, uh, a lot of uh, different people from Scandinavia doing different stuff in, in, in Barcelona. Uh, some people are uh, scouting for a company trip, some other people are moving, other people have startups they want to maybe launch in Barcelona. Uh, so you get to know people uh, through Barcino uh, and uh, it really has become uh, fascinating to me to see how many people that actually read it and uh, use it in so many different ways, not only for news, but uh, for, uh, you know, just getting to know the city in so many different ways. Which is, well, from where is your biggest percentage of readers coming from? It's now, it's, it's like, divided uh, between Spain and the US. Spain's number one. Spain and, yeah, and the US. Spain's number one, um, but, I, well, Spain is number one worldwide. Uh, but if you if you compare Spain to the rest of the world, it's only about thirty eight percent Spanish traffic, and that's mostly because we, we publish in English. Mm -hmm. um, and then outside of Spain, our largest traffic actually comes from the U.S. Mm -hmm. uh, just I think it's it's a it's a multitude of Barcelona's a brand, right? It's this beautiful global brand, and it's only getting bigger. The city's done a great job investing in branding itself as this mobile world capital, as we're all here this yes. week celebrating mobile. Um, it's becoming the smart city world capital very, very recently. Uh, the Internet of Things is, is a, a push they're making, and so it's kind of becoming this innovation hub, right, on the Mediterranean. And, um, and you know, we're more or less just, just riding that, that momentum and riding that wave and, and trying to be the voice. And, and Barcelona being what it is and, and kind of people in every corner of the world knows this city ever since the Olympics, probably in 92, um, you know, I think there's a lot of interest. I think people are, are searching and actively maybe they have, uh, they've lived here or they want to live here or maybe they're considering going to school here or, you know, investors are trying to see, they're trying to get a, a handle on the market here. Entrepreneurs from around the U.S. might be saying, huh, maybe my next project should be in Europe or maybe I want to live in Europe for a few years. And, you know, we're getting a little philosophical here, but... My belief is that as technology allows, as it gets more pervasive, I think people will choose location, um, be able to be free to choose the location of their choice because the resources in any given city will, will be you know, more or less equal mm -hmm. to, to anywhere else. And so instead of having to be in, let's say, London or Silicon Valley to, to, to run a startup or be near the, the funding ecosystem, they can be here and manage their teams remotely. So I think as technology continues to to advance, we'll be able to live anywhere. And and Barcelona has the quality of life and the and the you yeah. know the balance of lifestyle that we but want. But apart apart from that, because our because listeners, our most listeners are from the states also. Oh really? Yep. So uh, we do interviews here always in Europe. So we haven't been to the Americas, but um, most of our listeners come from the U.S. and then the U.K. Um, because we also do in English our interviews. 
Um, but I think it's their mentality that they're more eager to find opportunities and they've learned to read and find, discover. It's a different thing. I know from Greece where we live that, um, you know, sometimes you say you should read and learn and they're not so eager. They think it's just going to drop in front of them. They're going to hear about the next big startup mm. by accident. Mm. And usually that's how it happens. You know, some newspaper who's really clueless mm. about startups will write something, you know, mix a technology up and suddenly say, this is fantastic. And they take a picture and suddenly everybody wonders who they are and they don't really know anything about it. It's a different mentality. I think that's why they're interested more. Yeah, you go out and you hunt for it, you know, and, yeah. and you kind of take a, the proactive approach and you see what's out there. And, yeah, and, uh, and then when you, when, once you start, you know, putting one foot in front of the other, you realize how easy it is to go get involved in that conversation, to go get involved in that community. And, and that's the great thing about, you know, business in general, but especially the startup world is that it's, is it's, is it's openness and it's inclusiveness. And, and that the, one of the key, you know, Fun, fundamentals for building a startup ecosystem, for building a startup community is being welcome. You know, that, that people here on day one should be just as welcome to come to these events as people who've lived here their whole lives, right? It, it, should, be, it should be a totally equal playing field. That's the only way we're going to grow and attract the best talent in the world, the best investors in the world, the best, the best yep. and build the best companies in the world is by kind of, you know, having that inclusive mentality. And so, uh, so we encourage that. And, yeah. and, and you know, um, you know, we're we're a bunch of giddies ourselves, so <laughs> so you know we. Uh, <laughs> Catalan has something to say. You got good things going for you. First of all, the food, so you should do something around that and yeah. get investors coming in. <laughs> so let's go to Lina, and um, I want you to tell me, Lina, how. Uh, first of all, I want to see people who are not watching this. That uh, you look very Colombian. You got a great <laughs> smile. She's very beautiful. So. T- Please explain what you do and why everybody knows you here and loves you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. But actually, I got here with Barcino by chance. And he was just like moving around the co-working communities. And I started hearing about Barcino, Barcino. And I was like, I got to meet this guy. You know, everyone was like, Scott from Barcino. So I finished here and I started loving this whole scene. And I started going to events, knowing new people. So in the end, that's that's how people get to know me. And what I do here is just taking, you know, in charge of all the partner partnerships. Yeah, I do all the partnerships with uh, all the startups here, with the events. Like people that want to do promote events in Barcelona, they can in contact with me. If they want us to be media partners as well, uh, if they want us to promote their startups, to help them build new articles, or the, if they have new things coming up, they should just meet us. So that is the way that I, we do it here in Barcino. Okay. So let's get a little bit deeper in the startup scene. I'm looking at Hector. It's got a great name. And um, so I want to know, tell us a little bit about the startup scene, what's happening here in Barcelona. So in, in sort of way, I'd like to compare to what I've heard, for example, in Greece or in London. It's two opposite sides of the uh, spectrum. But um, tell me what's happening here, what kind of events, where, what, if someone wants to get into creating a startup, where do they go? Where do they start? Okay. So I think that uh, all, all the startups from Barcelona rely um, and the first um, entities they think, they think about is the Barcelona Activa, the, the government. Mm-hmm. They have a, a strong um, influence into the whole ecosystem. Um, and I think that, um, as Scott said, is a community and every community rely on, on each other and, and, and that, this is why 
um, how the startups from Barcelona are very well are being very successful in that sense. Yeah. Give us some numbers. Can you give us some numbers? How many startups or in technology? Just approximately. Yeah. Well, I think Sinjar is probably the numbers guy, or or, or, or myself. But uh, I mean, Three, yeah. Well, at least at least um, in Barcelona over the last four years, uh, you know, reaching if we're if we're going to count by let's say some of the maps that they're they're creating. Um, you know, there's probably 450 registered on the Barcelona startup map or so that, in these things. But but if you count all of Catalonia, we're talking 2,000 companies. So it more or less defines what you're what you're how you're defining a startup, right? And how, what the actual numbers are. But but as Hector said, the Barcelona team is a, a, a great place to start. That as an American, it's a very odd thing to get used to is the involvement of the government here. Um, you know, in, in the U.S., it's very much a private sector. Uh, you know, ecosystem. You know, the government more or less stays out of the way. They give some tax breaks and some sub subsidies, but it, it's more or less, a, you know, a kind of survival of the fittest. Here, um, government does. They they have a very very active role in in the startup ecosystem. They are providing tons of resources here. Um, you know, and it's kind of a double edged sword. What kind of resources? So, Be more specific. Okay, so they do have they do have a quick start program. They actually helped Barcino get get started because navigating the bureaucracy in Spain is is kind of a you know a, yeah. a, a startup in itself. Uh, you know, it, it, it can take months to start a company. It, it's not a, it's not a very easy streamlined system, right? You need to go through the, uh, the Hestion process. You need to get and you know register your company, signing up a bank account. It took us forty five days or even sixty days to start our, our SALA okay. here. It's not as easy as in let's say the UK or in the states where you can go online and thirty dollars thirty minutes later you have a company, right? Mm -hmm. um, also, the tax system here is, is is fairly complex, and the autonomous system here for for uh, startups is fairly complex. So Activa does have that uh, that offering to start the company, right? They also provide enormous amount of resources and education. Um, there's even more programs like M Startups and our M Education here in Barcelona, which is helping bring people up to speed in the digital sector because that's a really, really um, massive undertaking is to bring a whole, a whole country more or less out of a recession, out of an economic crisis and get them ready for the next 10, 20 years of, of economic growth, which is going to be digital, mm -hmm. right? It's not going to be the, the jobs that, that went away. They're not coming back. So we need to basically educate and, and train a whole new workforce, right? So, so the government has done a tremendous job, and, and and they still are, right? But at the same time, it's it's the government, right? It's 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 inherently slow. It's inherently, uh, you know, mm -hmm. just not. It's not in but it's tune. Not, but it's not absent. No, it's I no, it's no, good. no. It's the opposite of absent. It's it's everywhere. It, they, they they are everywhere, and and you know you have to commend them for for trying and, and having a tremendous impact here. I just think you know. Again, this is my American identity coming out. I, I think the private sector is so much more efficient uh, and, and effective at because they, they are they are answerable and, and accountable for a bottom line. Do you think and when you that happens the, does the government stifle? Um, yeah, new startups or what? What's no, the problem? no. I, I, Why? I, I, I don't think I don't think the government in their initiatives like Barcelona Activa at all stifle. I think they, they actually they provide a lot of value and, and create a lot of growth. I think the bureaucracy stifles innovation okay. here. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think the, the the hoops you have to jump through to start a company absolutely stifle innovation. I think the hoops investors have to jump through definitely stifle innovation. I think it 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 basically makes investors from around the world look at Barcelona and say, yeah, I like your project. Move your headquarters to uh, London yeah. and then we'll invest. 
invest in you. Yeah, move yeah. your headquarters to uh, to Delaware, and then we'll invest in you. You yeah. know, uh, or or you know, move your headquarters to Silicon Valley, and then we'll and then so we'll put it, our money it's in. It's more technical, so they gotta fix a few mm-hmm. things. Yeah, you know, they they need to make it easier. They need to create yeah. um, more paths. You know what though? They are. You know, it's it's not as fast as we'd like, uh, but they are. You know, and and actually, one of the reasons that I'm I'm actually in Spain uh, as an American is that is the entrepreneurship visa program, right? If that didn't exist, which came out in 2014, uh, or it was announced in 2013, if that didn't exist, I wouldn't actually be able to stay unless I was able to find a job with a, with a salary that would yeah. afford me to be able to stay, which is very difficult in you know in at this moment, um, yeah. you know, in, in still kind of a recovering country. Oh, this is great. So who's going to talk about investors? What's happening here in Barcelona? Uh, well, Sindra, you've been. Sindra, <laughs> give us an, also give us some numbers along there. Hey, come on, take it. Yeah, you can both. Well, Sindra is has been covering the Barcelona ecosystem, but he's still fairly new to the city. He came here in, in the fall, and and he's still definitely getting his uh, his his feet wet here, but um, his feet under him. But um, for the most part, we we do we have um, a very growing and emerging economic uh, investment ecosystem. Right? Uh, let's go back in time three four years. Um, you know, it was it was capital was one of the hardest things to get, right? It, it, even getting seed funding, $100,000, $50,000 for your startup, for your project, for your idea was very difficult. That that need has actually has has actually been filled uh, to a to a big extent in the last, you know, just in the last 2, 3, 4 years, due in large part to these public private partnerships. Some of them are these public um, funding things like Anisa or the Sedeti loans which will match private funding. So if you go raise 50,000, 100,000, 200,000 dollars in private funding, Anisa will double you. You know, mm-hmm. they will match that that and that's a, that's actually a, a debt program. Yeah, it's a loan program, but uh, a convertible option. Are they using option. funds from Jeremy program from the EU? Um, same sort? Th- there there is some alliances with like the EU um, Horizon uh, program, the, the the, the EU, uh, I think it's called the EU 2020 Horizon. Um, it, it, so there is some some economic uh, or some European community uh, investment here, some public funding there. But but even at a, at the country level, excuse me, at the national level, Spain is is evolving. And and on the on the private level, it's 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 again, this is an educational game, right? The investors are are evolving. They're getting better at investing, right? Because three, four years ago, it was kind of the blind, maybe a little bit further back. It was kind of the blind leading the blind, right? Mm-hmm. It was it was investors who didn't quite know how to really properly invest in a young, high risk, high growth startup. And it was entrepreneurs who've never done done the process before. Yeah. So so they're kind of looking to each other for answers and and it, it would lead to these really kind of crazy term sheets and these crazy shareholders. Yeah agreements that you just be like wait how did this happen like how did yeah. how did this equity structure happen you know and then nobody outside of spain would touch that that company with a 10-foot pole because it was just like why well, would i invest in that mess you know um but it's getting much much better much very quickly and uh, and we're seeing we're seeing the proof i mean there's business angel networks popping up there are you know venture capital firms popping up there's venture capital firms from around europe like index ventures and and early bird and, and all these companies that are coming to barcelona they're uh-huh. they're actively coming here and making investments and, and and most recently, Typeform secured a 15 million, uh, 15 million uh, Series A round from Index Ventures. Uh, Cantox raised 11 million Series A from uh, from French VCs. So it's great to see the international investment in community coming to Spain. It kind of validates us, right? It validates Barcelona as okay. I think we've arrived, right? We can we can now point at these at these. Um, 
these recent, you know, larger rounds mm -hmm. and uh, that are crossing borders with the investors. And, and that's great. And then a little closer to home, uh, we have uh, Wallapop, which is which was one of the largest um, investment uh, activities in the last year um, raised. Actually, I think, you know, if we add it up, it's probably over 100 million in uh, in venture funding in the last in the last 12 months. Uh, and then to compete with them came Let, Let's Go. Is that what it's called? Let, Let Go. go. Yeah. Let Go, uh, the head the head to head. Um, you know, uh, what, what, what do they call these, these apps now? These, uh, these online, you know, these mobile marketplaces, right? Uh, and, yeah. and, uh, and then both of them now are going after the States. So it'll oh. be really interesting to see who wins over there. And, you know, little bird tells me that, uh, they're actually teaming up over there. So while they're fierce head to head competitors in Spain and, and fighting for Europe, uh, and maybe even Asia, when they go to the States, they're partners. That's a good move. Yeah, no, totally. That's a good move. Think about, think about the marketing dollars you save when you partner with your competitor in the That's States, excellent. you know, I mean, th yeah. the, the costs are triple, quadruple marketing in the States than it would be here. So why not just partner? You save hundreds of millions in marketing yeah so <laughs> is there any startup here in barcelona that's exited and you consider like a great model or role model um I don't everybody's talking about qualify yes yeah. well they, they haven't exited quite yet you uh, gotta repeat that he his voice i didn't hear it okay what's the, what's yeah. it called Wallapop? Wallapop. Yeah, okay. Wallapop. That's, that's a, so what kind of exit did they do? Do we know numbers or something? They haven't exited yeah. yet. Um, they, they have, they've been very successful on the fundraising circuit, but I haven't even seen their revenue model yet. They are actually ah. a, still a free platform, um, but they're going after users, right? It's, a, it's a, an eyeballs game and, and they're doing quite well. It's a mobile marketplace. Um, but as far as exits go here, um, you know, as far as the Spanish ecosystem, we had a couple in the last few years that have been, that have been um, you know, Played up in the press, and yeah. and Lana Vera Roja was a big one. That was an eighty million dollar exit to uh, to the Rocket Internet crew. Is that who first bought them? And then I just heard that they just sold it again to Just Eat. So it's like they're just now they're just playing hot potato with with the uh, Lana Vera Roja crew. Um, the other big one was um, um, was it? There was one more that was also a, a larger round, um, but the name is escaping me. But, but that's actually, if, if it was the one thing that I would say Barcelona still needs to add to its CV, it's big exits. Uh, yeah. We need the success stories. You know, we had, you know, if you, if you go back to the first generation of, entrepreneur, of entrepreneurs in Barcelona, um, let's say 15, almost 20 years ago now, I mean, we're looking at, um, you know, there was a great success story here um, with uh, the, the Spanish version of um, Auto Scout. Had uh -huh. a great exit to, I think it was bought by Deutsche Telekom. Um, and, uh, and, and this is, we're going back to like, you know, the first dot before the first dot com crash. Right. And, and, uh, so that was kind of the first round. And now some of these, some of these successful entrepreneurs have gone back and started funds, right? They're started other companies. They're giving back, they're educating, they're reinvesting in the startup ecosystem. Fast forward another five, 10 years. We had, we had, um, Amazon bought by VIP. That was a tremendous hundred million dollar exit to, to Amazon. So, so there, there have been success stories here, but we're definitely desperate for more. Okay, now, I'll take a step back. Um, to us, to everybody else, Spain is Spain. Yes, we know the Catalans want their independence or something, or some of you do. <laughs> what, some, Hector? Some, some, some Catalans want independence. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care, actually. <laughs> okay, I agree. But um, I saw recently an infographic that was comparing Madrid with... Barcelona when it came to startup and where's the biggest ecosystem and more money or whatever. Um, is there any difference? Do you count it differently? Is it different from Madrid? And what's happening in Madrid? Can you tell us a few things since we're here? Um, 
you know, we, we can't really afford to separate ourselves. I, I would I would like to think that that we should is Spain. We should we should include Madrid, Barcelona, Valencia is up and coming. They have some great great uh, venture programs and, and accelerators popping up down there. Uh, Bilbao, even Mallorca. The islands actually have some some. Um, Mallorca, no, Mallorca. Mallorca, Mallorca has some has some great startup activity. So we are seeing, um, you know, we are seeing these different kind of ecosystems popping up, and I think really Spain needs to kind of combine forces. However, that's that's easier said than done. Um, if you if you were to really kind of split it between Barcelona and Madrid, the leading two ecosystems, Barcelona's head and shoulders above Madrid as far as size and activity, um, but Madrid is the finance sector, right? So so there's a great fintech community there. There's a great up and coming uh, uh, startup scene there. Um, it's a much larger city. There's a lot more institutional investors there, so it has the power to to absolutely, um, you know, match or even go beyond where Barcelona is. Um, but but I think Barcelona has the brand, right? It has the lifestyle, <laughs> right? We we have the ocean, we have yeah, the we have culture. the beach, we have the culture. We 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 have the the uh, je ne sais quoi that uh, that that Madrid does not have, and I don't mind saying. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Sindra, um, I was going to say. Uh, I was going to ask about the startups here and a little bit um, what, what's going on with the numbers. So in Barcelona, do you only write about Barcelonian startups or do you write about it? Uh, so since you're the journalist, tell me, how do you cover yeah, that? Yeah, I'm because just, you said I'm, they're I'm coming just, yeah. they're coming from all over the place. Yeah, okay, true. so you've got a Spanish start, a Madrid yeah. startup. What do yeah. you do with that? You say, no, no get out of here. <laughs> I, follow, I follow Scott's orders. <laughs> I'm very loyal. No, no I'm, uh, it's, it's, it's supposed to be mostly about Barcelona and Catalonia uh, and for me as right now I'm more or less the only journalist that's more than enough to cover it mm-hmm. happens a lot here that's what I want to know so yeah. the news is so much from Barcelona yeah, that there's... you actually don't have the resource you know yeah we're looking now to get some more people it, but... aboard so we're looking now to get some more people aboard helping us out covering uh, and and right now I think we are more or less the only news source in English uh, that's like operating uh, from Spain that actually uh, write about the startup eco- ecosystem there there was one other a great one but uh, they're not uh, they're not that active anymore mm-hmm. there's a lot of Spanish that's of course a lot of Spanish good good uh, tech blogs mm-hmm. uh, and sites but uh, we're actually the I think we're the only one in English right now in Spain so so there's definitely a potential to grow uh, but right now for me and myself uh, it's it's mostly about Barcelona I, I try to limit myself to Barcelona just to have you know a red line to to be a, a bit consequent okay but, uh, so there's a lot of news obviously yeah there, there are always something every day something happening yeah, yeah. well somebody goes has to go online and read you by the way Batsino is with two ends if you're looking at online yeah I don't know ends. if you have the other domain with the one end do you? Uh, we don't. It's a much more popular uh, name, but, but well, the, the the name originates from the ancient Roman name of of this area, which yeah. is Barquino. And my my Catalan uh, colleague might 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 disagree with the pronunciation. <laughs> Barquino, is that right? Yeah, Barcino, bar- si. Barcino, yeah. Barquino. Um, the, yeah, but I mean, well, with double L. I mean, yeah, it was a Roman. It was a Roman. It was a Roman military outpost two thousand years ago, and so the the you know Italians Barquino. Um, and uh, and so so Barcino is a very popular name here, B-A-R-C-I-N-O. It's a popular, you'll see it, auto mechanics will be Barcino. Uh, there's a beer called Barcino. Uh, they're actually friends of ours. They support our events like Fest Up. They give us <laughs> beer. Good. They're great. Um, really good beer, by the way. Um, give them a good plug. Um, but uh, but when we came, we, we, we kind of, you know, we wanted to say,
say, okay, this is kind of merging the, the history and the future of Barcelona, you know, and, and, and even, even the present as, as this is tech hub on the Mediterranean. So we said Barcino with two N's stands for Barcelona Innovation. Ah, That's the idea nice. between Barcino. That's yeah. smart. I like it. <laughs> so let's go to you, Lina. I want to ask you something totally relevant but has to do with the startup scene. Are there women here in Barcelona? Are there girls going into startups in business? Yes, I love that you asked me that question, actually, because now in the Mobile World Congress, there's a Women in Mobile, um, you know, just an event, which is great. We're going, we're getting, we're getting there. There's a lot of women working for startups. Unfortunately, there's not that many leading CEOs, like leading the startup business. But we have, uh, in Barcelona, we have like Gloria from Three for Real, which is an amazing uh, woman leading the startup business. We have also Adriana from Talent Garden. Mm-hmm. And okay. we have uh, Elena from Be Woman. Woman. Yeah. So there, there, there are, like we're growing, they're getting there. Um, also from public places, we have Karen. So we're growing. The thing is that it's difficult because it's a men, let's say, business um, usually. So it's not easy for, for them to start. But we're building a network community. There are a lot of events. There are a lot of uh, people working on it. And I think it's going to get much better. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, I'm going to go to Hector again. And I want you, Hector, to explain here the system right now. I love the Mobile World Capital. I think I think they're an amazing city. That's why I love Barcelona because they're so. You know, they had this opportunity of having GSMA bring the Mobile World Congress. Great, yeah, but they're taking advantage of this and they're building their whole own thing. And I want you to explain to our listeners what is it exactly that Barcelona is doing in parallel, if I understand correctly, to Mobile World Congress. Okay, so I mean there are tons. <laughs> Of events like like um, um, women in, in, in mobile is one uh, drink entrepreneurs um, yeah wearable technology uh, there is another one that we are helping uh, to promote yeah we're in Facebook and Billy there's an event that one so we are. We are promoting a lot of all, a lot of events, and everybody's taking advantage of the buzz. And yeah. a lot of that, a lot of people are coming to Barcelona to promote their um, they are ideas, companies, products, etc. So it's a good way to to leverage the power of mobile. It is amazing, though, how it's become like a, a year a year round thing, more than just a week, uh, because. Now we have, we, of course, we have the Mobile One Co- Congress, but but the Mobile World Capital has been be, uh, become so much more. And now I've only been here for like eight or nine months, but still I've I've been to so many different uh, events uh, held by, by these people. And the newest thing is uh, M Ventures BSN. Uh, it's a venture fund uh, um, connected to the Mobile World Capital. And uh, now there's not not only events but there's also like uh, investing and and uh, actually uh, creating like real value in terms of uh, uh, mentoring and and money and exploration and uh, I think we're going to get some great news uh, the next weeks in terms of uh, accelerators coming to Barcelona we already have a lot of awesome accelerators here in in Barcelona but uh, yeah yes and four years from now that's what I wanted to add that we're getting you know like we're 
getting bigger is not only like the event four years from now, Mobile World Congress. Mm. It's a world, a year long, you know, promotion of events. We are partners of different events. Let's say Next Bank, that is a worldwide event, is done here in Barcelona, and we are the partners with them. So it's, it, a lot of events are happening in Barcelona all year long. Yeah, and Barcelona gets to play on its its you know geographic location and its kind of you know again the city brand and and every corporation every kind of uh, global movement loves to have some sort of presence in Barcelona. But that's the initiative of the Mobile World Capital is to is to take it from as Sindra said from a from a four day craze that hits every February in Barcelona to a year round you know known ecosystem for mobile growth. And so there are there are initiatives um, like M Ventures BCM, which is which which are actively openly overtly trying to attract the best accelerators and they have a nice little cash prize for uh, you know startup boot camps and and the, the hopefully maybe tech stars someday will come here and open up a branch um, most recently I think Nuba or Numa um, from uh, from <clears throat> excuse me from Paris uh, is opening up offices here. So we're starting to see more foreign investment, more foreign groups, foreign organizations coming and putting but playing Scott, their flag who's, here. Who's behind Mobile World Cup? So Cup. again you, know, you all know who this is, but it's government? It it, it is <laughs> no 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 okay so again we we have this we have this uh, crazy complex uh, not you know okay fine it's it's a multi organizational public private partnership that's ultimately what it is so it's it's more or less public funding and uh, people from the private sector coming in and, and leading it which is great to see because we have these people from uh, Accenture and and well, I know like uh, Adria Batye from uh, has a background in, in consulting with Accenture and and the leader Aleish Valls is is just this tremendous uh, businessman that's absolutely making waves here as cementing the city as a mobile world capital year round through his initiatives like um, M Ventures BCN and, and really just just getting four years from now up and running in the last three years has been nothing short of a miracle. I mean, watching... It's growing like... It's growing. Like, it, it's like 100% numbers, year yeah. over year growth. I mean, yeah. we, we were here... We, we Barcino's been a partner of four years from now since the very beginning and, and we're in year three now, only year three and it's up to... This year, it's going to be a 12,000 person event. And, and and two years ago, this was a an old boys party yeah. from, from Spain yeah. only. You know, yeah. it was like kind of like... It was a, it was a, it was a glorified meetup, right? <laughs> And, I was and, there. Uh, I was there. Yeah, I didn't was, go across. I it, was at Whip, yeah. and honestly, I didn't go to Full Wife enough. <laughs> it was too small and insignificant. Yeah. Honestly, I missed out on that. But last year, these guys put together a show, and and you know anybody who's going, I don't know when this airs, but anybody who's in Barcelona for Mobile Tomorrow. Congress, oh great, <laughs> get over to Plaza España for four years from now, at least one day, see what's happening with the startup world. It is not just Spain; it is a global startup event. Um, last year, they put they really they really put themselves in the map. They kind of hit the jackpot. Uh, they they booked Jan Coom to speak, um, you know, a, a few months before the event and a week before Mobile World Congress. And four years from now, he sold his company for nineteen yeah. billion dollars to Facebook. Uh, you know, uh, Airbnb, the co-founders of Airbnb, were speakers. You know, so so all of a sudden we had this great speaker lineup, and everybody at Mobile World Congress looked over and said, "Hey, what?" What's going on over there? Exactly. Uh, and, and so, so they, it, it definitely, I mean, we saw executives from, from major companies, you know, the big groups of suits coming from Sony, from BMW, from Qualcomm, from Samsung. They're coming right through the hallways. They're meeting the startups. Investors are coming. Everyone was, was keeping an eye on four years from now. And, and I think this year is only going to get better. So uh, I, okay. we're really excited for this They're doing week. amazing things. And I want to um, compliment on that. They're doing stuff with health, M Health. Uh-huh. They're doing um, Internet of Things. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, you're they're right. They're doing M Schools. M Schools. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're Everywhere. Yeah. They're putting the foot in yeah. everywhere and yeah. they're doing stuff. They're amazing. You can find bureaucracy does hit them because I try to con- contact them for M schools. We were interested for tomorrow. They're doing mm-hmm. an event. 
oh, it's so hard getting through <laughs> to them. But hopefully they're getting there. They and I will. love what they're doing with the, with the city. And they're taking mm-hmm. advantage. You know, it's not only the Olympic Games. We had the Olympic Games in Athens, mm-hmm. guys. Barcelona, you know, they've taken the... Okay, it's all the venues and that. Let's forget all that. This is a creating a whole new amazing thing and mm-hmm. taking advantage of technology. I think they're amazing. And that's they why really you're here and it all is. of you from all these countries. It makes sense to it be is. here. They're playing the long game. You know, it takes it takes decades to build to build an ecosystem. It's not an overnight success. It's not going to be one big startup hit. It's not going to be one one big movement or event. It's going to be this long term generational movement, and and that's what Barcelona has done really well. I mean, if you actually look at the past, I don't know, fifteen or so Olympic host cities, I don't think there's one that comes close to benefiting as much as Barcelona did. True. You know, True. and 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 th- and that a lot has to do with the architects of the city. You know, the people who were who were actually looking at the the. The long game. Yep, the big picture. Okay, so I'll take another question. La- one of my last questions, because we've already done around 40 minutes. So we're gonna, <laughs> yeah, we, we can keep, We can keep on going all night, I think. There's so many amazing things. Just go on, read these guys, and contact them, obviously. They're yeah, open, we're I guess. open. Yeah. <laughs> Lena at Barcino.com. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask for that, actually, but it's great. He gave it out. <laughs> that's, that's called the boss, you know. Contact her. Okay. So um, I want you. I want us. I want to take us a little bit into the future. So you should be able to tell us how you imagine Barcelona, um, but also technology in two years from now. What do you see being really hot? What are we going to be talking about two years from now when we come back? This has nothing to do with four YFN, by the way. Yeah, two YFN. You know. Like I said, Barcelona is really playing uh, their hand well and and positioning themselves as this innovation hub. Smart cities, IoT, uh, you know, obviously the mobile world capital, which is why we're all here. Um, I think IoT will become, in two years, it it will be known as the IoT World Congress. I mean, it already is kind of dubbed the IoT World Congress this year. Um, And that's only going to continue, you know, as as all these billions of devices get connected to the web, as Gartner promises. Um, But uh, but I think, you know, Barcelona is going to do very well we're not without challenges though um we have um you know we're two four five years ago we were in a cap we needed capital right all the startups were were complaining and bitching and moaning about capital we need more money and and now you don't hear that that gripe anymore now what it is is we need talent we need developers we need coders we need engineers we need designers you know this is the kind of talent that we need and and that's what's really going to be um barcelona's biggest challenge going forward is is attracting and retaining top talent because quite frankly, the salaries here do not compare. And uh, you know, as much as you want to talk about lifestyle, when when you're earning a, a tenth of what you could get in Silicon Valley or a fourth of what you can get in London, it doesn't matter how many sunshine days per year we get. You are going to go to London because that's where you're that's where you're valued. And so we need to step up our game. Um, I think also one of the big players will come. I think we're going to see Facebook have a have an office here. I think we're going to see you know Google kind of chose Madrid. Not sure why, um, but uh, but you know I think we're going to see Amazon's already here. They opened up a logistics center here. Two thousand jobs. Not not necessarily tech though. Um, eBay has has some some offices here. HP, IBM, they definitely have their their locations here. But I think we're going to see uh, Cisco opened up a great IoT intelligence center here and mm-hmm. research center. And but but the amount of talent in this city every 
year coming through through the engineering schools, the, the master's programs, the MBA programs. Uh, even there's these research centers and PhD programs every single year that are recruiting amazing talent from around the world. We need to get them to stay because essentially we're training them and then we're shipping them back off because their visa expired or we don't pay them enough. And, and so we need to find a way to, to, to retain this talent and keep them in our city. And, and, uh, and we have all the ingredients, but we, but we definitely have to do a better job putting them together. Okay, Sindra, future, what do you see? Two wife in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, what, what's going to be hot? You're a journalist, you write about it. Yeah, yeah. So what's yeah. going to be hot? What do you think? Yeah. I, I, I hope that we're not, uh, like the big, the big startups and the big trends in, in Spain are still a bit, uh, uh, they love their marketplaces, uh, uh-huh. they love uh, e-commerce, uh, these things. Uh, and, uh, and, and I hope we can move a, a, a bit away from that uh, because there's uh, a cap to how many marketplaces and how many e-commerce sites they're able to exist. So maybe they're a bit stuck in you know, their old ways of making fabric like 100 years ago. Well, you're or gonna, you're always going to have your group on. Of course, of course. So, yeah. But, but, but yeah, uh, absolutely. Virtual reality is, is growing. We also have artificial intelligence uh, companies doing uh, exciting things in Barcelona. Uh, I visited a, a few of them. Uh, wearables as well uh, is, is very, very interesting. Uh, and, and some of these companies uh, are uh, introducing some some cool news. Uh, we Go City is one of them. Uh, is introducing some cool news uh, at uh, four years from now. Uh, and of course, the sharing economy. We're really eager to see how that's uh, evolving uh, the next years. Uh, in terms of Airbnb are getting slapped by the government here, uh, big uh-huh. time, and Uber has. Had some rough, <laughs> rough patches. Uh, they tried with Uber Foods, uh, and now they're coming back as uh, the, uh, with the black cars uh, challenging Cabify. And yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's going to be some uh, some interesting things to write about the next two years for sure. Okay, so Lina, the future. The future. Well, I was gonna say about the sharing economy actually, because uh, we're we're growing bigger. Actually, we partner a lot with WeShare. And they are building a great community here. They have like a lot of companies that they, they, you know, lead and they are doing like great job. Like I was on an event last week of, um, like they're going to do an accelerator just for, uh, sharing economy, which is great. So it's, it's going to grow, uh, bigger. And I think that's what we're going to start talking in the years to come. Mm-hmm. Hector. Yeah. Um, so to me, I think, uh, data analytics, um, there are, uh, a few good companies here at Compite, um, New Relic from San Francisco, they just opened an office here. Um, so I think the big data, uh, data analytics, um, are, are, uh, the ones to go. Also smart cities, um, there are, Barcelona is putting a lot of effort, the, the city hall, into the smart cities, the Bicin, uh, Park, Park Abbe, um, they are, they are putting a lot of effort into like making the whole city, um, smart art and connecting, um, everybody with, um, smartphones, internet, uh, to make our life a, a lot easier. So, okay, uh, I hear a lot of consumer products on there. I, I didn't hear you say anything about e-health and, uh, aging. Oh, uh, yeah. I... Which we consider, we consider hot and connected with data. Yeah, and so so that's a very interesting one that you brought up, and and Barcelona does have uh, this this very 
world-renowned, you know, pharmaceutical innovation, um, you know, e- this this e-health and, and really this this bio this bio um, engineering ecosystem that we as Barcino could do a much better job of covering. Um, but we have friends I was in this area. No, 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 not, no, 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 come on. This is, this, is, this, this goes beyond that. Yeah. It, it's, it's, you know what it is? It's a complex ecosystem. And, yeah. uh, and these are the, like I said, Barcelona trains and, and recruits the best PhD candidates from around the world to come and study cures for cancer, anti-aging, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, technologies and anti-aging agents and, and um, you know there's some there's some amazing research and and uh, yeah you I can there's amazing uh, research centers that that you know are are developing a next level um, biopharma uh, and bio um, bioengineering um, futures and technologies and so I think it'll be a nexus uh, somewhat of the the evolving business landscape in Barcelona and these innovations in in um, you know, in e-health, uh, that would be amazing to see what the products will be two, four, or five years from now. And you know what it is? It's a longer, it's a longer uh, growth, you know, uh, system. It takes a little bit longer to evolve, right? Um, and and you know, in the worlds of TechCrunch and NextWeb, you know, we want quick consumption. We want the high growth app that is getting you know 100 new million downloads every month. You know, well, and the so, stakeholders are different. It, the stakeholders in e-health are completely different right. to what technology has to bring. Mm-hmm. Or IOT is in e-health, obviously in um, Internet of Things, but it's different stakeholders. You got. I wouldn't say the hospitals and the doctors that are outside this scene, but now you ha- you've got patients being involved. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got a lot of policies going on there in the European Union, and since it's one of the topics we cover very often, one of the things we had to do, and this is Sindra, this is you got to do it if you're going to start writing about that or anybody else, is you got to learn a lot on policies. You, yeah. You, you drive you crazy. I'll t- I'll be honest. One of the words I keep on repeating very often is interoperability. You won't believe how many times we repeat <laughs> that word. It's interoperability and why we need it. Um, um, okay, so I want to wrap up coming back to Barcino, which I've, I've heard all of you pronounce completely different, by the way. <laughs> I've heard Barcino, Barcino. It's, you know, our it's, 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 it's our background. It's our culture background. Yeah, no, it's an amazing <laughs> name. So, Scott. Where do you see it going? You're, you're sticking around. Did I understand that correctly? Uh, my wife and I are expecting our first our first child any ah, day kudos, now. Actually, kudos, nice. <laughs> of course, she decides to come uh, right during the Mobile World Congress. You know, I couldn't. It couldn't have been it's any other week. Uh, no, in, it's, in a sign, it's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah, I think. she's she's gonna be trouble. I think. Um, but uh, but yes, that means we're not going anywhere. Um, we are uh, we are absolutely in love with this city. We are we are fully uh, committed to uh, to staying here and helping it grow and. and and Barcino wants to be a, a main player in, in the future of Barcelona, a main voice and, and really just a uh, kind of a de facto landing zone for, for what's happening here. And, and the influx of talent and capital and ideas and entrepreneurs that will be coming here tomorrow and the next five years, Barcelona wants to greet them first. You know, Barcino wants to greet them first. And so um, we're going to continue to to experiment and tell stories through different channels. Um, Sindre and Hector and, and Lina um, have already taken taken like a fish to water when it comes to video. We're producing weekly videos now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're, we're keeping the local startups on their toes. We just tested out all the food delivery apps last week. We put them up against one another and we all ordered food at the exact same time. And, and then we made a video of which one arrived first uh, and which was the best tasting and which one was the most friendly customer service. And, and um, 
you know, so so we'll be doing more more uh, you know interactive content like that. That's I nice. Think. It's uh, funny. I yeah. was going to ask Sindra exactly on that. <laughs> yeah. What is it you want to see yourself writing about yeah. during 2016? Tell me a topic that you haven't covered, but you uh -huh. want to see yourself covering. Uh -huh. Yeah, as, as you said, that uh, as we talked about, uh, it's a very complex ecosystem, and there's a lot of the different sectors. And uh, I've only tasted like a couple of couple of different companies and, and sectors now. So I have so so many places to go, so many uh, people to meet, and uh, uh, I don't know if there's like any specific uh, uh -huh. sector I really want to focus on. But but just uh, starting, as Scott said, to to interact with our our, uh, our readers in a, in a new way, uh, trying to to get because we have readers from from all around. The world you know so trying to to figure out uh what they need to know but also what they want to know uh will 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 be something to figure out and uh i don't know if, if barcelona will ever be the the capital of uh, catalonia but uh, it, <laughs> it, it definitely uh, we don't do politics but, yeah but in, in, in two years or or more it definitely will uh, be as it looks now uh, the capital of the mediterranean uh, most definitely. Uh, oh, come that, on. That, 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 <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the Athenian here. <laughs> no, That's go my ahead, very go ahead. biased opinion. I love Barcelona. But, still, but yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm, and you're Norwegian. May Norwegian. I repeat? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we don't have the Mediterranean around Oslo. So oh, that's I, I'm why. safe, I'm safe. <laughs> okay. No, but uh, I'm really looking forward to the months and years in the coming. Yeah. Okay, so Lina, I want you to tell me which person hasn't contacted you, but do you one day want to pick up the phone and when you hear him talking to you, say, yes, yes, this is it. This is the person who should have been talking with us all along and we've got him. We nailed him. Okay, please don't tell me anything about the king. Don't tell me about the king. I don't know. No, no, no. The one, well, we've been following startups that are growing bigger here and that we want to get them to know us and to contact us. One of them is King. So if I get a call from King, it would be king.com. King um, oh, I was joking. I'm at the King. The real no, king. no, no, <laughs> no. King.com, the company. You mean, yeah. sorry, there's, there's a website called that. Maker of Candy Crush. I mean, come on, who's, who's oh, bigger yeah. than that? <laughs> They're, they oh, have you got big dreams. Yeah, they have offices in Barcelona, actually. <laughs> I didn't know that. Fast is growing. And we, if you're listening... <laughs> yes, yes. King we'll tweet them. Culver's, you know. And uh, I don't know, Scott, which one is... Uh, you know, what do you think? You know, I, I think it would be... Um, it, would be a, it would be amazing to have, um, you know... Uh, Let's see. I mean, that's a it's a tough question because we have so many amazing companies here. But 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 they haven't the, contacted you. You well, want them. That's well, what I asked. King Lina. Doc, King dot com is right now has the most open job uh, openings in the in the Barcelona startup ecosystem. So we definitely want to hear from them okay. what their plans are in Barcelona. But um, you know, as far as as far as that Barcelona's not not that big. You know, you know we're, we're spread out. We don't have a hub yet. But. Um, you know, it's not we're 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 one degree removed, if not directly connected to everybody in town already. So we, we feel very confident that that if we need to get a hold of somebody, we can. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Hector, um, I want you. You actually sort of mentioned it. You need a hub or something, but if you were to suggest to Athens or somebody who's listening in Athens, um, what would be the first step so they can start doing something like Barcelona? Not not the same thing, but sort of follow. We have the same issues. We have unemployment, a big crisis, and I, I personally think technology has a lot to offer to young people. So if you were to come to Athens and consult us, what would you say? 
So there are two things. Uh, Barcelona has 50% of the meetups in Spain okay. are in Barcelona. In, yeah, that's, yeah. That's true. and the rest is all, all over Spain. So that's amazing. That, that, that tells us that the whole community um, help each other. And, and the second one is um, Barcelona Activa has Cibernarium, which um, gives f almost for free, right? Like uh, yeah, free courses uh -huh. uh, for entrepreneurs um, and everybody who wants to learn about how to start a company mm -hmm. and can go there and just learn and start. So I think that uh, if the government can put a lot of uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, resources into, into that, would help the whole um, Athens and Greek community. Mm -hmm. So it's nourishment from somebody, organization, government, and networking. And the, and the community, and the, community the, the whole community and, and the government um, make us be... Okay, I'll take the last comment from you, Scott, and we're going to wrap this up because we're almost an hour. I, <laughs> I, I, think, I think Hector nailed it. I think it, it, it's, you know, it, the, the proverb, it takes, a, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. This is it takes a city to raise a company. It's, um, it's, you know, the startup ecosystem is not just about entrepreneurs. It's not just about investors. It's about every single stakeholder that is involved in helping that company grow. Okay, so it's, the government is definitely a part. It's a pillar, right? So are the universities because they're, they're in charge of the talent and, and then attracting it and keeping it and training it. Um, but so, are, of course, the investors and the entrepreneurs play a huge role. But what about the service providers? Mm -hmm. What about the legal teams? What about the tax advisors? What about the accountants? What about the people who, who are offering office space? Who are the major corporations that are, that are you know, giving back to this, this pool you know, and, and, and you know, partnering with these companies? It is every single pillar of the city that, that I think has to play an active role and be proactive. And, and that's when, when Hector said uh, you know, it is an amazing stat that that's Barcelona does have 50% of all the meetup groups in, in Spain or in Barcelona. We have amazing network of events and, and that just adds more to that inclusive nature is get out there, meet people, talk, have conversations. You'll never know you know, it, these, these ideas don't come from one person, right? It's the collision of, of, of two people is when actually real ideas happen. So get out there and go find your, your co-founders and your co-creators. Okay. Guys, we're going to wrap this up. This was, uh, I could keep on going all night. They, 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 <laughs> the wealth of information is amazing. Read and hopefully they'll come to Greece. That's an invite from yeah. us. Do come. Um, so this was Vicky Kolovu for Tech Talk Central. I have with me Yanis Rizopoulos and Sykstra the Philagis. They were taking all these pictures, um, back scenes. We were tweeting about it. Again, I will repeat, this is batsina.com. Um, Scott McKean, Sindra Hopland, Lina Ruiz and Hector Manfano. I can pronounce that. <laughs> it reminds us of Greek a lot. Thank you very much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.